Break Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Primary school children barely consume three portions of fruit and vegetables per day, never mind the recommended seven a day. And this is according to AgriAware, who are running the Incredible Edibles programme in schools who take up the programme. And our producer, Anne-Marie, has been chatting to dietitian and researcher Neve Arthurs. That might be surprising or come as a, as a shock to maybe some people who are listening, certain parents. Um, and actually now, probably the children may be more familiar with that it's seven a day because they're learning about it in school using tools like the food pyramid from the Department of Health um, and Healthy Ireland. So really, we always knew that you know, fruit and vegetables are so, as I often say, veggie, veggie, good for us. Excuse the pun as a dietitian. Um, but really, we always knew that the more we're having of fruit and vegetables, the better. Um, because they're just full of so many different nutrients, of phytonutrients, of um, antioxidants. So much research and so much knowledge out there about how good they are for our health. Really, we always knew the more the better. But when initially when guidelines came out and this is where the five a day came from it wasn't it wasn't reasonable or realistic to say to everyone okay you know start having seven a day if people weren't even having one or two a day they have to take all of this into account and it's like okay well let's make a benchmark and work towards that and then revise and you're constantly doing research and science is coming out with lots of new knowledge in the meantime so we're constantly learning things and then re-evaluating and going oh okay so maybe we need to change up the what was the food the old food pyramid where you know kind of the more carbohydrate starchy foods were on the bottom and now they're the second shelf up and now fruit and vegetables on the bottom and we know that it's yeah seven a day and it's interesting because when you look at other countries you know in france they say 10 a day and then in australia they say two fruit and five vegetables a day just to really get that message out there that it's not just you know seven pieces of fruit you know until you turn it into bananas bananas and bananas but it's really important that you're getting your vegetables in as well and getting that variety. Variety really is uh, the spice of life. What is it that makes kids want to move away from the fruit and veg? Because I found as a parent, as a baby, you're even getting the habits and, you know, as a toddler, you're getting the habits in there and trying to get the fruit and veg. And as they grow older... They keep resisting and moving away. I spoke to my teenage daughter the other day and I said, well, what did you have today in terms of fruit and veg? Oh, mommy, don't be asking me again, she'd say, you know. I had an apple. And I'd say, that's it for the day, you know. But what is it that makes them move away from the food, even if the good habits are formed at an early age? A lot of this goes back to the environment and what's around us. So, you know, it's like that that saying, out of sight, out of mind. And because there's so much other different foods that are available at our fingertips now. And it's interesting that you mentioned your teenage um, daughter because there's different influences that happen. And certainly peers have a much more powerful influence uh, when we become teenagers than, say, our parents do. So sorry if that burst your bubble. <laughs> but, yeah, well, you're often, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's about, you know, having the fruits and vegetables available in the home. If we if they were exposed more, you know, when we go to the shops. But often that's not the case now with food marketing. You know yourself, you go into the shops and the first thing you're bombarded with often is the special offers. And, you know, suddenly from September time, we're seeing Christmas stuff in the shops. Never mind Halloween. And then you see Easter eggs sometimes at Christmas time. So it's just this constant marketing of special offers, of cheaper foods, 
that are not fruit and vegetables often. Usually it's foods that are the convenience types that maybe are higher in sugar and salt um, and not so high in fiber and the nutrients that we really need for our bodies that are the ones that are hitting us in the face or that we're constantly being surrounded by. And even just taking a look at food environments when you're standing at a bus stop advertising on buses themselves and being aware of, gosh, we're just, we're constantly being targeted to buy these certain products that are not fruit and vegetables. So it would be great to see more fruit and vegetables around and to see fruit and vegetables being more accessible. And what I mean by that is, you know, that they're they're front and centre when you come in. They're maybe the offers that we're having and doing programmes like the Incredible Edibles in schools is certainly helping to increase exposure and increase familiarity for children. So tell Um, me more, yeah, about this Incredible Edibles programme. What is it and how does it work? Yeah, so it's a programme run by AgriAware. It's all about getting children to learn about where food comes from. So it's that whole farm to fork education piece about the origins of our food. There's um, different parts of the curriculum, including sustainability and thinking about, you know, how growing what's local, how food grows itself. You know, a lot of children don't see that happening now. They see that food is either in the fridge or they might see it just being, you know, on a shelf in a shop. It's bringing that, that, that education piece, thinking back to basics, where food actually comes from and not taking that for granted that our young people are have that knowledge growing up. The Incredible Edibles goes into schools and it helps children to grow right from seeds in the soil, teaching them about why children need different nutrients in the soil. They need sun and they need water to grow just as their fruit and vegetables that they're growing. And it really is getting them, you know, interested and more familiar with that whole process and then increasing their likelihood of tasting it and wanting to try it. Yeah, well, there is there is a bit of proof there that I'm going to share with you now that it does work because my younger daughter, only this week, ironically enough, uh, arrived home with me and she said to me, I have an onion seed in my school bag. And I said, oh, oh, I said, that's great. I said, what what are we going to do with that? And she said, we're going to sow it and see if we can grow an onion. And I said, that's great. But I said, you never eat onions. I said, what are we going to do with it then? Well, I might try it if we grow it. Yeah. Now, if I put an onion on her plate a few days ago, not a chance would she touch it. Yeah. That peer-to-peer support and that peer-to-peer learning effect is so powerful. You see children trying things that they've never heard of before, they've never tried it before, or you see the children who've said, no, I don't like that, I hate that, you know, particular fruit or vegetable. And then you say, oh, well, have you tried it before? And they say, no. And then my motto is, well, if you don't know, you give it a go. If in doubt, try it out. And then you have the parents saying, oh, my gosh, how did you get them to try it? Like, you know, I've been trying to get them to try broccoli for years um, and now suddenly they come home having had this really positive fun and supportive learning experience in school with these programs and they've you know they're colorful they've got all the different characters of different uh, fruits and vegetables and really the super seven characters then help to bring home that message about trying to get the seven a day and really thinking outside the box where can we get fruit and vegetables in throughout the day and getting them, getting children trying and tasting new flavours that they may not be so open and willing to try at home. Obviously, it's learning that they're going to get, they start off from in school and maybe they've had a really positive experience, but you have to continue it. You want to make this a sustainable, lifelong process 
that they're always going to be open and willing to trying different fruits and vegetables, to remembering the fun days of the incredible edibles in school. Like these are memories children will take with them. And you know, you know yourself, you remember, you look back to primary school and you might remember, you know, you might remember uh, doing the long days of lines or homework or essays or whatever it is, but you might remember when you had a, re- when you were growing stuff in the garden outside and when they actually grew and you got to taste them and you got to, you know, make really fun faces and shapes and characters with them. You remember all those kind of things, they stand to you. And because it's a positive learning experience, then if that's nurtured at home by providing the fruit and vegetables and whatever it is, increasing, keeping that that process going at home, it is so, so important. And as I said, you're setting children up for life. Right, very interesting there. That is dietitian and researcher Neve Arthurs chatting to Anne-Marie and uh, this is about the incredible edibles programmes in school and uh, that recommendation uh, that uh, seven a day should be the portion of fruit and vegetables that primary school children take in but they're barely consuming three portions of fruit or veg a day at the moment and uh, people very well aware of the dilemma that can be caused around that and how you encourage and you can't force and, and all of that Your views, your news Your Limerick Today with